I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, I uh, must have seen TV, uh, podcast feed people. Um, I'm, uh, well, I mean, you've, oh, Jesus Christ, you've seen the title of this episode. Um, so, I'm in shock right now, and I am sitting in my home office, um, and I'm sitting in the dark. Uh, I do not know how to... Say, say it out loud. I am. As I learned like 10 minutes ago, uh, Matthew Perry, uh, has passed away at the age of 54, found unresponsive in, I think, a hot tub. Um,. I was not expecting to have to, like, uh, confront. I was in the middle of watching the uh, latest episode of Drag Race UK because I am behind uh, by a couple days and they were judging, and I was getting ready to watch. I know who's eliminated, so I was getting ready to watch. I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, they tried to justify eliminating this person. Um, then I just checked Instagram stories, and then there it was. And I, yeah, I do not know. I do not know what to say. I mean, I, I know I have too many things to say. I. When I was a kid, um, growing up, when I was a kid growing up, as opposed to the growing up I'm doing now as an adult, um, I, I did not have any friends. I was alone. Um, because I was, I was weird, uh, (laughs) insensitive, sensitive boy in Tennessee. And I didn't have real friends. 
until I was a freshman in high school. I had cousins, uh, you know, you only see cousins a couple times a year. I had friends. I was in fifth grade when it started, and I was a, oh god, sophomore in college when it ended, right? It was ten years of my life. Very formative ten years. And until I got friends, they were my friends. And I would eventually, I, I, I don't even know, sometime middle school, I, I started saying as a joke or to, that my, um, my personality was divided into equal parts, Gonzo, Han Solo, and Chandler, Bing. There's my three favorite characters. And, and I, I mean, honestly, I can still see that. Um, this... I had never up until that point ever related to a, related to, I mean, I was 10, so however much a 10-year-old can relate to a character that's in their mid-20s working as a transponster in New York City with, uh, but I saw the kind of man I thought I could be in him. The humor, the self-deprecation, everything was like a blueprint for me. And I... I really, I really don't know... I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to think. Um, I hope this is something. I'm not. I'm doing this for myself. I don't know what else to do. Um, one of the things that I don't think that Friends doesn't get credit does not get credit for because it is so popular. Um, and ran for so long and is you know constantly in reruns and so. It, it doesn't get the respect that I think it, it deserves. Uh, one thing that it doesn't get enough respect for is that this anecdote that I heard about the writer's room in the first season about how if anyone in the room had heard a joke before or heard a joke format before, a structure before, they would throw it out. They would say, nope, come up with another one. Another one. Nope, I've heard that. Has anyone heard that? I've heard that. Don't, yeah, like... You know how a lot of sitcoms say, like, that looks like it hurt. They're standing right behind me, aren't they? Um, check, please. <laughs> like all that. There, there are those just stock uh, joke cadences, rhythms, etc. That Friends does not have. At least early, early Friends does not have. Season one does not have. I think this is why it, it starts so far, so hard out of the gate. And Chandler is that. 
the fifth dentist cave, and now they're all recommending trying it. We're gonna f- <laughs> found the Jamestown Colony of Virginia. No, <laughs> I get my yayas from IKEA. I'm hopeless and awkward and desperate for love. Me on my computer, there's just like I had wave files of these, and they would be on my computer in middle school when I would turn it on and or anything. There's just such a do you like it it is staggering, like to just take a step back and to think in like the the, the hallowed history of sitcoms that had existed up until 1994. How many singular performances and characters and cadences and voices that we'd already had. To the point where you'd be like, how can, how, how is there a new one? How can we have, what's another one? Um, and that isn't, you know... I don't know. That's not knocking literally anyone on, on, for, I think that that cast was magic, uh, the first episode. But we'd seen a character like episode one, Joey, and episode one, Phoebe, episode one, Rachel, Monica, Ross, maybe not. Um, David Schwimmer and Matthew Perry brought a lot of original. And of course, those characters became way more idiosyncratic and, but, no, but like there were archetypes. And I think that, Chandler was an archetype as well, but the why yes, Ross pressing my third nibble does open the delivery entrance to the magical land of Narnia. Like, oh, how he so confidently immediately settled into a fully formed character with their own way of speaking that matched so well the bizarre honestly tightrope walking jokes because all of those jokes could be horrible if delivered wrong um and there's a phone there (laughs) um and he did that and and it changed that I don't know like it changed my life like I mean that's why I mean that this is the reason why I do this uh, podcast is because these things are important, these shows are important for us, and they can show us parts of ourself that we don't know are there so early. Um, the... Season uh, the, uh, the the one where Nana dies twice. Season one episode, I do believe. Season one where it's the everyone thinks Chandler's gay, and he is like, "What? Like everyone thinks I'm gay? Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Like, uh, 
That episode stuck out to me in fifth grade when I watched it for the first time, and it was a... The jokes and the scenario is one that I would replay in my head a lot in high school, as everyone would call me gay, and I didn't think I was, or... And the way that that one specific episode of Friends and that Chandler storyline, like, gave me cover to deny my own homosexuality for a long time. Because if Chandler wasn't gay, obviously I wasn't gay. Um, and I just, you know, it's one of those... Like, the Chandler character is so important to me because if they had made Chandler gay in 1994, it is wild, but I might have come out eight years earlier, you know, (laughs) to myself at least. And I don't think that's not hyperbole. This is why I'm like, I identify and am attached for my entire life to this character and to this performance and to this actor. Who... Um, okay, I mean, I don't need to just keep going on and on and on. Uh, I can stop. I just had to do something. I don't know. This is really shocking. I never, I mean, and you know, I never got to, I never got to meet him. I mean, back in, um, I was in like middle school and high school when MTV had Fanatic where they would take, you know, stalkers essentially, uh, of celebrities and introduce them. Um, you know, I mean, Matthew Perry would be one that I would have wanted to meet. And, and, and as a, as an adult whose job is frequently to interact with celebrities in a professional setting, I never got to, I never got to meet him or interview him or talk to him. And I also just like truthfully don't know what that would have been like. Because it's, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a heavy comment to make to someone like, when I was in fifth grade, you made it seem like it would be okay to be who I was someday. You, you, you know, you were positive male role model for those first four and a half seasons 
Thank you, Matthew. I would not be anywhere close to the person I am today without your work. And this hurts. Um, yeah. Thanks. Um, yeah, thanks to everyone for listening. I don't know. I mean, like, if you want to talk about this, please DM me on Instagram, Brett White, Twitter, Brett White, email must have seen TV at gmail.com. If you have, if anything that I've said resonate, you know, I would be, and you want to share, I would be tremendously uh, grateful and honored and amenable, t- willing or excited honored to share your thoughts on him just you know thank you <sighs> um yeah mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.